When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Bunnings Trade Rugby Run, Justin Marshall, Ricardo Ball with you. And joining us uh, out of Sydney is Phil Kearns, former Wallaby hooker. G'day, Phil. How you doing? I'm good, thanks, guys. How are you going? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Good. I mean, that that force team, I think Justin used the word um, uh, unpredictable. They are unpredictable at the moment. They've had moments where I thought they were going to tip a couple of the big two over, um, you know, in Queensland and and the Brumbies, but then they lose to teams you don't expect them to lose to. Uh, Where are the force for you and the reckoning for that, you know, for the Australian side of things in Super Pacific? It's the inconsistency um, that, that kills them. You've, you've nailed it. But also, there are some some players there which which you know are really some marginal Super Rugby players, um, you know, and not really looking at international stars enough. And I think you know you've just been talking about Jeremy Thrush, um, who's you know playing some decent rugby, um, but you'd like to think there's a bit more depth coming through Australian rugby. Um, but having to rely on, um, no offence, guys, 36-year-old Kiwis to bolster our team. <laughs> no offence taken, Kuzi. None whatsoever. <laughs> Good to hear from you, mate. Uh, I hope you're well. Um, I know that you've got water polo within your ranks of your family, and you could, probably could have been playing water polo in your backyard without the swimming pool. Um, the, <laughs> the rain you've had over there recently, mate. Bloody hell, it was actually nice to watch some rugby where there was dry weather rugby in Australia. That's not the norm. We usually get it over here. No, it has been horrendous and uh, and just being able to train has been difficult for a lot of our super rugby teams over the over the last three or four weeks. Um, and uh, and that, I think, is showing through on a couple of the performances as well. Teams probably aren't quite as fluid as they'd like to be. Um, you know, a little bit scratchy in, in, in places. Um, and that's been partly due to the difficulty in getting on training parks. Um, the force don't have that excuse. It hasn't been raining over there. And the, and the guys in Melbourne, the Rebels, they, they've got no excuse. It hasn't been raining there. But certainly Canberra, uh, Brisbane and Sydney has been absolutely copping it. And, um, yeah, it's, it's rare to say this, but, yeah, the weather in New Zealand would have been much nicer. All right, mate. We'll, we'll cut through the crap nice and early. Let's get to either, it's either your favourite subject or a subject that you're... Uh, Reluctant to talk about, but let's break down the Waratahs. Um, I know that you watched uh, their performance in particular uh, last night. Um, uh, mate, are they are they a better side this year? Are they better balanced um, coaching-wise? And you know, do they have the firepower to continue to compete, win more games, and and compete when they we, when we um, get the Trans Trans Tasman comp going? Yeah, they're playing with a bit more ticker this year than they were last year. There's no doubt about that. And that comes down to, to the coaching um, and the way the, the attitude that the coaching stills in the team. You can see they're far more determined. Um, and just their results, you know, they've had a couple of losses, but, but the losses have been tight. Um, 
you know, they haven't been the runaway losses that they were last year. And, you know, when, when your defence is bad as it was last year, that's an attitudinal thing and it's a team cohesion thing more than anything. Um, you know, you don't all of a sudden forget how to tackle. Um, the guys could do that, but just the, the cohesiveness of the defence last year was just awful. Um, actually, the last few years has been just awful. Uh, so the attitude's back in the side, which is great. There's some really good young guys coming through. Um, unfortunately, we lost the three to injury last night, um, which didn't help our performance in any way, shape or form. When I mean, we know that there's some you know, world-class player there in, in Angus Bell or a potential world-class player there, losing him was a, was a bit of a blow for us. And Donaldson's rugby's been improving as, as the season's gone on as well. So that, that was a bit of a blow um, as well. So... Um, but you see the performance there, you know, guys like Gamble and and, um, and Carl, Carlo Tizano, you know, two two babies, really. And um, but, but they've shown some firepower and some guts and um, they'll, they'll determine. Um, so, yeah, the, the Waratahs much better than they have been in the last few years. What about the back rowers? Um, you know, obviously, Michael Hooper missing and you take somebody like that out of the mix and, and, and the regulars that we're used to seeing... Uh, now, these guys look pretty tough and uncompromising. Excuse, forgive me for um, the, the, the the guy that came off the bench number 20 last night. Yeah, he, he looks yeah, perfectly honest, but bloody hell. Yeah, yeah, no, he, he, he was he was pretty tough, um, Carlo Tizano. And, and I, I think, you know, our, our forwards are actually showing some good spirit and good fight. I think we're lacking some skill and depth in our back line. Um, you know, particularly the particularly back three. Um, I think Harrison's doing a valiant job at fullback, um, but he, he had to slot in the number ten last night when Donaldson went off. Um, but uh, so I think we're we're missing a little bit there, and we're missing a little bit of flair and guile. I think in the centres, um, you know, we've got some power there and we've got some pace there, but we need a bit more um, skill through the hands. And uh, you know, it's something unfortunately that Australian rugby is going to take a while to recover from, but we. We stopped coaching skills for a long period there um, and coach structure. And um, there's no point having a structure if you haven't got the skill to play it. So, you know, we, we can see from our, our performances right across the Super Rugby teams, there are some players there that have really got to improve their um, just catching and passing ability, particularly passing. Um, and, uh, and, you know, it goes, I guess, in terms of the hookers, we just got the fire brigade coming past us now. Um, we, we um, you know, our hookers need a fair bit of work in terms of their throwing ability. I was going to tap into that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I won't be short of water if we want to pull over the side of the road if he needs to fill up that fire engine. But um, what, what have you what have you made of all of the hookers across the board? Who? Let's say you were picking right now the, the, the starting Wallaby hooker to play against the All Blacks. Who would be stepping into that jersey in your mind? Yeah, I, I think um, the guy that gets uh, his set piece, I'm having a mental blank now, his set piece right the most is the Waratahs hooker, uh, Parecki, Dave Parecki. Um, he gets his yep. set piece right the most. Um, you know, the others have had too many mistakes uh, at critical times, just missing their throws or um, collapsing a scrum, um, and you just you just can't have that. Um, you know, you get at a test level and you're five metres out from the All Blacks line and your hooker misses the throw. Um, you just can't have that. So um, 
you know, a fair bit of work needs to be done there. But if I was picking one today, it'd probably be Parecki. Yeah, nice. What about the other side, um, Kunzi? Like, if you think about the Fijian Drua and the way that they've come into the comp after week one, everyone was going, holy moly, this is going to be slightly embarrassing. They're going to get pumped by 50 points each week. But that hasn't happened. Um, and, and obviously we've talked about the Reds and the Brumbies. They're obviously the two toughest, given that they're, you know, franchises that have been there and done that, as, as have the Waratahs. Um, and, and then you throw the force into the mix. What about the, the, the form of the Rebels? Is that a concern, even though, though they were better last night? Uh, it is a concern. Um, you know, they've got some, they've got a few decent players on that side. Um, so I would have expected some slightly better performances from them. Um, so yeah, the, the the rebels in the force really are a bit of a concern, I, I think. Although, you know, some of the game, the, the games have been have been pretty tight, um, but it's just been the basic errors at the end. You know, I talked about the catching and passing before. It's been the you know critical times. You just get a pass that goes behind the man or into the shoulder of the man, or just something. You know, those critical things, which is what the the New Zealand teams and you know All Blacks in particular get right. At critical pressure points, when you've got to you got to nail a pass and make sure it's absolutely on the money, um, your guys do it well, and you know a bunch of our guys don't yet. Um, but I know that skill development is something all the Super Rugby teams here are working on, and that doesn't happen overnight. That's going to take a little while. I'm giggling away to myself about asking you this, but anyway, um, given that you. Uh, Always played with your heart on your sleeve, been an emotional man, made it very expressive. <laughs> what, what did you make of um, Carter Gordon's uh, response following the final uh, whistle last night? Obviously, the replacement 10 for the Rebels, he was in tears, almost inconsolable. Like, inconsolable, really, for only missing touch. Um, but, yeah, it was a bit of a um, shock to me to see. I didn't know a lot about him to see that sort of reaction. Is, is he sort of a guy that you know much about? And did, were you quite surprised for him to be that upset? No, he, he he's a brand newie, and I haven't seen him at all. In fact, when I saw him last night, I thought, my God, I haven't seen this bloke. Where's he come from? And <laughs> and he put in he put in this massive kick just before that, which um which was a cracker, and and. Um, got him out of trouble at one point, and uh, and actually I think they then lost their line-out throw. And I, I thought, oh my God, this guy's actually all right. And then he put that kick in. Uh, you know, we've all done something wrong on a rugby field, haven't we? Um, well, you yeah. may not have, but I yeah. did. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and we've all done something wrong. Um, and there were other things that went wrong in that game, um, apart from his kick, that that didn't help um, their, their cause, the Rebels' cause. So, you know. Um, his teammates, no doubt, will get around him. Um, he's obviously blamed himself for the loss, but I, I think there are a few other factors. He needs to go back and have a look at the video and, and just see where the other boys made mistakes, like the crooked line-out throws or, a, um, you know, a, a, a sin bin, the yellow card that happened along the way. Um, you know, yeah. there are other things in his kick, kick that lost the game. Phil, uh, I know Tate McDermott's been... Yeah, Tate McDermott's been out for a while for the Reds, but they seem to have uh, found a couple of halfbacks in Kalani Thomas um, to, to fill that void at the moment. And another bloke, and as, a, you know, as an Aussie, I know you blokes love a good nickname, uh, came off the bench last night, number 21, Spencer Jeans. It sounds like the, old, the shop in the old village you used to go get your 501s. Surely that bloke's nickname is 501, isn't it? Have you, do, do you know? Uh, 
No, I don't. See, this is another new a newie on the scene that, that that I haven't seen coming through the ranks before. And there's a whole bunch of them which are actually quite exciting, and they're, they're showing a little bit of ability. But yeah, the the five eight ones, I, I was ne- I never had great legs, so being jeans didn't really get on that well. So the the five eight ones didn't match my um, calipigious, um, uh body shape. And calipigious for you blokes <laughs> that don't know means having shapely buttocks. <laughs> Yeah, I do actually, mate. I'm just taking a breath to see whether or not you're talking about yourself. But um, <laughs> hey, look, um as always, really impre- appreciate your insight. Um, you've given up your time also on a Sunday, so thanks for that. Um, and hopefully we can uh, chat to you later on in the season. But have a good rest of the day, mate, and thanks for joining us. No problem, gents. Uh, always a pleasure to talk to you guys. Yeah, this, thanks very much. Uh, Phil Coons there with his former Wallaby hooker, of course, absolute legend of the game in Australia. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.